I can hear it now, the horns are playing, the victory sound, I live in the now, the sky is my home and I live in the clouds, now or never, bound forever, making a change, making it better, I live for this shit, I love the pain, it's part of the journey, it's part of the game, I've been alone in the dark and the rain, I've seen the end and I wasn't afraid, I've been in tears and I wasn't ashamed, I hear a sound and the sound that I'm hearing is change. That was, uh, that was, uh, courtesy of... Uh, Sound of Change by Dirty Heads. That was awesome. Epic, man. All right. <laughs> I, th- I thought that, I thought that like, was a walk-off. I'm I, like, I'm done. I'm done. Mic drop. I'm out. That was a mic drop. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, down to, down to business. <laughs> I, I, I did what I came here for. Yep. <laughs> you guys are welcome. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> that was well, welcome back. Another episode of just another bus. So on the bus. Yep. And um, literally a bozo moment. Um, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> indeed a bozo moment. We were actually um, well into this podcast and uh, the uh, hard drive fell out of the computer and <laughs> we lost everything. <laughs> It was just well, trash. We I mean, we really anything. just watched. We, just, we did it, the, the recording um, hadn't been saved, and so it just disappeared. And we're not going to repeat all that. So uh, we'll, we'll come back around and see how that how that works out. Anyway, it's good to be back with you guys. And uh, I guess we needed a little something to truly prove uh, my bozoness. So anyway, yeah, that's great. As accidents are from uh, Paul Randack. <laughs> One of the hosts today of Just Another Bozo on the Bus. And Brent Hansen, a guest, a troubadour. <laughs> oh, you're a host today, too. And a host, yeah. yes, yeah. thank you. Sarah Botham, the only guest? <laughs> Co-host. Question mark? <laughs> no, no, no. You're, we're all hosts. We're all hosts. We're all hosts. We're all hosts. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we're all hosts. In fact, based on this experience, I'm just turning it over to you guys. Oh, I don't know about that. That might be best. I don't yeah, know. I think so. I think, I think, I think so. Um, but let's, let's start off a, l- a little differently than we did the first time. <laughs> Sure. Why not? <laughs> Start fresh. It's because it's been eight months, right? Since has been, since yeah. We have. Um, and this time we were smart and we planned the next one already, <laughs> even before we started. So, uh, right, we'll be back in seven weeks after this. Perfect. Um, but let's let's just kind of revisit where where things have you know how's your life been over the past six months? Because we, as you know, as I mentioned <laughs> the first time through. Um, I only had mentioned COVID once, and so um, you know we're we're living in a different time than, than we were eight months ago, um, and a lot of things probably can happen in our life. I waxed um, nauseous, nauseously about what was happening in my life in that first round. Let's hear from someone else. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the the things that you that we did have or that we did discuss before the hard drive. Uh, <laughs> fell on the floor uh <laughs> was very interesting so we do need to recircle to, we do, we to hear from, we yeah will. to hear yeah, from you because paul yes. paul is definitely in the last eight months has, has had some things happen and has implemented some changes that are inspiring very so uh yeah we want to definitely um talk about that for me i i sit back and i think um i'm just amazed at how fast the time goes by you know um august it seems like was just not that long ago yet it was eight eight months ago 
And so, yeah, a lot has happened for me personally. Uh, I know back in August when we did this podcast, um, uh, I, I talked about my dad and his terminal illness. And at that time, he was kind of in the tail end of of his of his disease, and he did he did pass away. Um, he last he did last longer than 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 I thought. I thought that he wouldn't be with us uh, through October, but he did make it through October, and then he passed away uh, in November. And so uh, that's been a challenge for me is you know just dealing with the grief and the loss uh, of uh, of him and um, I feel like even though that you can't ever really prepare to lose a loved one um, mm. where we knew that he you know this was a terminal illness we did I, mm-hmm. I felt like I personally had a you know a, a good solid year and and in, in a few months to kind of prepare for it but of course nothing ever really prepares you for it to actually happen I think when it did happen initially I was pretty settled with everything but then what I've found as time goes on is is even though that I'm like a grown uh, adult even though I don't behave like one a lot of times um, you know I'm a grown man but I just not having that having that father figure mm-hmm. just not having your dad right. is just something that's just it, it, le- it does leave a, a void there you know and um, just because you know you always no matter what happened, you always had your your, your your parents to to go to, right? And Sarah's really close with her parents, so I, I know that she can relate on this topic. But um, yeah, so just dealing with kind of just that that void, and then of course dealing with all the aftermath of of having to settle up his affairs and uh, and his estate, and and it's amazing how much stuff one person can collect in 73 years and so <laughs> just trying to get through all of the, oh the material God. possessions you know and getting getting the, the sure. things to different people who, who want certain things and but then a lot of it's just as stuff that was personal to him and, and it's just like it's really tough to like throw stuff out but then you know is it I don't know <laughs> is it is any is it useful to anybody you know currently other than it, we know that it was a something personal to him, and so right. I don't know. It's it's been tough to try to decide how to just get rid of stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. that's still, and I'm still in the process of, of that. We still have a storage unit that we got to get rid of, and um, so there's been that part of it. That's kind of the mechanical but side I, of, of losing things. But by know. the way, on something like that, I, I'm curious if there's. You know, first of all, I know the I, I, I heard the answer to my question. Like, is there really a time frame for something like this necessarily that, you know, the value of whether we keep something or not? Because it may change, you know, how we and I'm not talking about nostalgia or or sentimentality, but the idea of um, first of all, it's okay to hang on to things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not bad or wrong or it not necessarily emotionally, mentally unhealthy, just the opposite. It can, you know, maintain a connection. so I wonder if there's, you know, I mean, how long, you know, do we, how long, do you have a sense at all about, you know, what that looks like? Because yeah. it seems to me it's, it's maybe best not to, it's like, how long yeah. do I grieve, right? I mean. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing that's, that's, that's hard because it's not like, you're right. There really is no time frame other than, uh, yeah, the storage unit is costing a lot of money each month. <laughs> so we want to get rid of that. But, uh, but again, even that's not that big of a deal in the global thing, scheme of things. So there's not any real time frame or a deadline. 
I, maybe I feel like I'm self-imposing okay. it a little bit just because okay. I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's something like then I can move on or then, or at least, or just that, that's just like another step of progression to, to kind of get over, over the loss. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe there's some of that, you know, and, but that's really something that you can't control or rush. And that's probably a good lesson for me to look at is, is this just one of the other things I'm trying to control or, or rush along to my timeline or my time frame, and instead of just letting it happen the way it needs to happen. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, and then it's funny that we did have that bozo moment, uh, that, that wrecked the, uh, the first 20 minutes of our of our podcast but uh we, we, I, I, lost, I, I honored the moment you honored and, it and the heritage but it's very yeah it's very fitting just because that's something i've actually been thinking about uh recently as like even though i understand the concept of yeah i'm just another bozo on the bus and uh you know my clown suit is just as ridiculous as everybody else's I still find myself uh, thinking, even though I know I'm a bozo, I still find myself judging other people being more bozo than me. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> I still feel like I get it that I'm like I can act like a moron, but then I'm like, yeah, but at least I, you know, this person uh, is acting like even more of a moron. But you know, so I've been really trying to work on not not judging people as much as mm-hmm. as and it's it's been I, it's been something that I've, I've been aware of and trying to work on it just feels like over this this last time frame for whatever reason a lot of it too has to stem from you know and i'll get into it real quick uh you know that my i currently i'm unemployed because <laughs> the the business that i was involved in uh we ended up going through a lot of turmoil and uh the business ended up get, actually getting sold and so you know, and so maybe and maybe there's still a lot of resentments from how that whole thing uh, played out. And that's why I'm a little bit more critical or judgmental of other people. But again, it's something I'm aware of and that I'm, I got to just work more on being aware that I'm doing it and shift and have a uh, have a shift of mindset mm. when, I, when I'm doing okay. it, you know, because, yeah, I do realize, you know, that, uh, you know, we're. I, I'm really no better than than anybody else that's on this this mud ball we, we call Earth here, and uh, but being able to really honor that too. I mean, it's one thing to like uh, realize it or, or or say it and uh, and and understand it in concept, but it's another uh, a whole another thing to be able to practice it mm-hmm. uh, daily. And mm-hmm. even like we know we know we showed up to the softball games uh, on Friday night. You know, I'm looking at all these new faces and new teams, and automatically just judgment, 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 judgment. And it's just like, why? I mean, to what to what end? You know, what what am I to gain out of it if I truly uh, understand? You know that uh, that I'm just a bozo. You know. Well, it is softball, so you know that in some circles that's taken very seriously. It, it is. Uh, it is. I, I know mean, the there probably are. I know some of the teams bozos. you play on, and there's yeah. So, um, th- though I like what you just said, this idea of that you're aware that you're doing it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, awareness is, you know, where, how this all starts, right? And, and what a perfect concept and idea that you recognized and noticed and had some insight into the bozoness, right? Yeah, yeah. Because sure. it's there all the time. I mean, we are, after all, human. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah, it's true, and uh, and you know, it is our it is in our nature to be uh, self centered. You know, I mean, it's just a human, it's a natural human instinct to be. It's part of self preservation in a way uh, to be self interested, but you know, again, to what cost? You know, because again, I know I. Does 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 casting these judgments make make me feel better about myself? I guess, but why why then? But what is it that's missing in myself that I need to do that to make mm-hmm, myself right. feel better? Right. You know, and so I've been looking at that, and then um, uh, really just with with my dad passing, and then the 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 career uh, coming to a halt essentially for for the time being has you know given me some time to reflect on some things, and I think moving forward. Um, I'm going to try to take a page out of Sarah's playbook. Uh, she she kind of did a, a 180 career change uh, several years back and uh, found something that's very fulfilling that she enjoys doing uh, on a daily basis, looks forward to doing it, and, and it's rewarding to her, and she provides a great service. And so I want to, this next goal, this next chapter in my career, I, I want to, I want to try to embrace some of that, you know, mm. so. Huge advocate for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Um, well, that's really what's been going on, yeah, with, with, with me. Um, and, and just, you know, trying to recreate as much as possible, too. Um, we didn't have the best winter here in Utah, but I did get up uh, skiing and snowboarding quite a bit. So that's, that's healthy and good. And trying, just trying to continue to stay connected with my family and my, yeah. and my friends, you know. So. Well, and, this, and ski season's winding down here. We do, yeah. we, we, luckily we've had a few storms this past yeah. month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got one coming up here in the next couple yeah, of days. Yeah, evidently, so, mm-hmm. so we'll yeah. see. Nice, we'll, nice we'll April storm, yeah. Some freshies. Yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah, so we'll see. And then Brent's our, our planner of the group, which is so wonderful to have someone that does that. So he has prepped already and sent out to our group a bunch of different camping trips uh, for the summer that he has already yeah. booked out, um, and yeah. I just don't think that it would happen without <laughs> without this guy right here. So ah. you know, maybe a lot quick last minute overnight or something. But for the most part, I mean, he puts a lot of effort into planning these things, and it's Thank you. benefits yeah. everybody in the group and brings us closer. Um, before you're done, Brent, one thing I just kind of want to ask that you totally touch on. I mean with your father passing another big piece of that from what you know i've gathered is you were his caregiver you know for a long time before that and i just remember uh, my mom was her mom's caregiver for quite a while before you know she passed and i remember that was kind of a ne- another level of adjustment and grief you know uh being you know is that something that you've noticed or that you noticed after just being a huge yeah change. yeah it was definitely a change because there was uh, a good because he uh, he came up uh, from Arizona in in February and uh, you know and, be, and and lived with with me until he passed away in, in the following November and so yeah there was a good eight months there where yeah it was uh, you know, pretty much 24-7 caregiving between, and me principally, because I was the one living with them, but then also, I did get a lot of help from my siblings, but between the, I have a older brother, younger sister, younger brother, so there's four of us. Between the four of us, and we were, you know, we were able to to take care of him as, as best we could and try to provide him a, a, as best quality of life as, as we could. 
And I think uh, one of the, the benefits that came from that is I don't think we've ever been closer as siblings. Mm. You know, I think this was really something that, you know, reignited, rekindled our, our love for each mm-hmm. other and, um, and our recognition of how we, we need each other in times of, 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 of trials and, and, and turmoil. And so that was kind of a, an undisguised blessing of all this. And, mm. but yeah, it has been definitely a change. I find I did. I find myself with a lot more free time, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, I would, again, I, I think I would sacrifice that free time to, if I could have my dad healthy again, you know what I mean? Right. Of course. course, Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been a a change. And, And again, with the, with the issue with my company, um, you know, getting sold off and me electing not to continue on in it. Um, I, uh, you know, it did give me some free time, which has been nice because it had it, those eight months was a grind. It was definitely a grind and it was definitely very tough. Um, and so it was, it has, this has allowed me to sometimes just take a breath, you know? Right. And Good. so that, and yeah. that's been therapeutic. Focus Good. on, focus on. Yeah. Back focus on, on Yeah. Try yep. to get back on, uh, focusing on me and doing the mm-hmm. things that I used to do on a regular before, before his illness. And so that's been, that's been good too. So. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you, we were, we were talking about was awareness and that I feel like I haven't had any really large life changes in the last eight months, but yet of course there's always you know, as you hear other people talk, you start to think, oh, ah, oh yeah, that rings yeah. a bell, or I connect with that. And I met with Paul recently, maybe a month ago, about something like that, and talking about how I f- feel that I've gotten almost back to that place of, I mean, kind of comfort, what we were talking about, but also um, maybe a lack of awareness a little bit, more just going through the motions. And it's interesting how I have spent all these years working on, you know, self-awareness, finding balance in my life and how I'll get to a good spot with that. And then without even knowing it, I'm back to this, just going through the motions Mm -hmm. and it takes, you Hmm. know, it's always a little different that it takes something uh, to snap me back to reality. One of mine was I was on vacation with a friend and this uh, February and I was talking to her about a previous guy I had dated and how, you know, he should, it would really benefit him to go to therapy. And then I started preaching about how I think that, you know, everyone can benefit from therapy. And then I started thinking about when was the last time I went to therapy. <laughs> and, um, it was kind of an awakening for me to go, you know, okay, so why aren't you going if you're preaching that and just it was it was helpful though of course because then it did bring back that awareness of wow I've kind of lost uh some of that self-awareness I've lost some of that balance in my life life has been busy work is very busy I'm in school as well uh trying to juggle I'm very close to my family trying to juggle you know being there for them you know keeping connections with my multiple friend groups and somewhere in the mix trying to find time for some self-care but when I think about it it's more that I'm I go to work I get back and it's almost like I don't know if it's necessarily a depressive state but it's almost like I just kind of we were also talked on the last on our first round here about distractions Mm -hmm. and Paul can get to that a little bit more but Mm -hmm. 
um, as he was waving his phone in the air. <laughs> we were talking about many distractions, but I do feel like I got to this point where I was just like work, get home, you know, listen to music, maybe cook, but it wasn't. And then turn on the TV, you know, and then probably be on my phone while something's on TV. You know, I just, right. I really was yeah. just, <laughs> and it's not that anything was necessarily wrong. It just felt easier to just, just kind of go through those motions when I was busy and kind of turn off my brain, if you will. Cause mm-hmm. you know, between work and school and it, it was just easier to turn it off instead of, um, finding something that's more fulfilling uh, and that feeds my soul a little bit more. So that is something I've been trying to read a bit more. Uh, went back to, back to therapy, was excited to do this podcast. So it's a slow progress progression, but at the same time, like you mentioned, Paul, just that awareness around it. I'm just happy. I'm at a point where even when I get kind of lost or backtracked, Mm -hmm. I, something usually brings back that awareness and then, then I can start working on it. And then I usually know the steps or can ask Mm -hmm. people for help with those steps to get back to, you know, a healthier place and also a more um, fulfilling place for me. A lot of people, I mean, here, Brent loves to ski and everything. So the winter's, you know, a great time for him. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a harder time for me. Mm -hmm. I like to hike and I did do some winter hikes with my spikes, but, um, you know, spring to fall are really where I feel more alive in the outdoors. So I'm looking forward to that again. And, but just, you know, making some efforts to change some of those habits Mm -hmm. that are, instead of going home and just sitting and turning on a show to drown out, you know, uh, I've been sitting on my patio more, (laughs) just little things that sound silly, but just like literally just like listening to what's out there, not bringing my phone out with me, even if it's only for 10 or 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. but just kind of slow starts to, and also uh, the balance has always been a struggle for me, like it is for so many people. And that one I haven't quite conquered and I don't think I ever will, but I'm still... (laughs) I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, even last week and I had had kind of a rough week and we were supposed to do this podcast last week and I didn't want to cancel, but I listened to Paul and tried to advocate for, mm-hmm. I need that day. And of course with these guys, uh, very understanding. So, um, yeah. So just trying to get back to, a to more fulfilled life. Mm. fulfilled and balanced life mm. all right yeah That's i like I what um no I, and I, and then paul can get into this too but i like that i i even even not not having to show up and go to work this this mm-hmm. this, this past uh, several weeks it's like um even i where i don't have that schedule where okay i got to be to work you know what i mean mm-hmm. even i am finding myself not accomplishing everything that i want to yeah. in the time that i have because of the distractions because mm-hmm. like oh yeah I can watch Sports Center for an hour in the morning. No, big, no problem. Yes, it's you not can. like not like I have sure to be anywhere. Yeah. But I get I understand where you're feeling, you know, where, where you're coming from. It feels like you can get caught up in a rut yeah. where, you know, that becomes just, like the new habit. That's the habit of, that you yeah. do. And then, you know, for me too, like uh, you know, it's like nine o'clock, I'm like, oh man, that only gives me an hour to watch TV. You know what I mean? And I get all upset and it's like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, all right, an hour, you know. 
<laughs> so what you need two I hours of TV really bad you know? for you. Yeah, yeah. I know right yeah. and so I, I definitely can relate to what yeah. you're saying it's easy to get to get in that just repetitive cycle, cycle and you, yeah. you feel like you're not really am I am I utilizing my time the best I can to uh, you know be the best person I can exactly you know what I mean yes. and so I definitely well feel I can feel you on that one for sure hmm. well put and I think you know I attribute a lot of that to finding ways to not feel the burnout because mm-hmm. I think I've been feeling the burnout and mm. that's that seems to be kind of a ha- you know a cycle of mine of you know mm-hmm. when I when I am a lot busier uh, a lot more mentally exhausted at the end of the, the day and stuff mm-hmm. that's when I'd rather just kind of turn off because um, I'm on that kind of borderline of feeling the burnout even though I absolutely love my job um, even coming back from vacations, I was like excited to get back, which is crazy. Something I <laughs> never had before, you know, it's just, That's awesome. um, I shouldn't say never. I mean, I, I enjoyed my previous job, but this is, it's a very full, it's, I feel like I've said fulfilling about 100 times so far on this <laughs> podcast, but it is that type of job that, that I do feel like I am making just enough of a difference, not a huge one, but working with children just being in that atmosphere the environment i work in are you minimizing maybe your value i just i just I that's do, what i, I just I, caught it's I, a bozo moment it's okay remember i'm a bozo and i'm human paul <laughs> 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 i know we're all very valuable yeah. at my place of work but uh, it can also just as anything mm-hmm. no matter how much you love it uh, when you get short staffed, when you're working, you know, extra hours, our director right now is doing basically full time in the kitchen and still trying to do her jobs, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just, it, um, you start to feel that burnout and that's when I kind of start to detach, I think from the things I love cause I just feel tired, but how much better would I feel if I did go on a walk? for 30 minutes instead of watching that 30 minutes of television like I know that because I've done it so I know mm. it feels better yeah, it's just exactly. it's just getting yeah. getting yourself out of the rut so well and what I but I hear you saying too and maybe you were uh, alluding to this too um, Brent was this idea of um, you know I'm, I'm what, what do I do now I'm looking for you know a, a sense of more purpose or value and how how I in my time, but I, th- I think that when we're when we're doing or we're living a life or we're we're in a job or a career, whatever you want to call it, where our values and our purpose kind of align, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not doesn't really always feel like work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I mean I know that that can be anywhere. It doesn't because it. <laughs> You know, I could, I, if if I loved, I mean, first of all, I do love to cook, but I don't know if I would love to do it for a living, but, mm. you know, could I? Probably. And could I learn to love it? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I couldn't, you know, yeah. but, but I, I've chosen to do something else I love very much um, and feel a sense of purpose and, and value in it. For sure. So when I hear you say that about, yeah. that's why I said, it sounds like you're minimizing what you do and, and the surf. <laughs> Never. And the service that you offer because it's a really valuable service because yeah. you, and you are responsible and caring for a group of children every day. Yes. Or at least during the work week. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. We're up to about 65 right now. 
minds for molding. Yes, they mm-hmm. are. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I would like to hear a little bit back from our... <laughs> About what? Uh, our original. Oh, yeah, all right. So <laughs> uh, going back. Enlighten us on how we can become less distracted. Okay. Yeah, so well, let's, I'm gonna, let's get I'm back gonna, to that. I'm going to go yeah. back. To, I'm going to go back a little to August because... Yeah, that's um, what led up to focusing more on distraction was a couple things, and one was waking up um, in August, in a day in August, um, death in my left ear, and of course I could, didn't figure it out right away because when I sat up on in the bed, I was like, I mean, I felt like I was completely drunk, like the room was spinning, everything was moving, I couldn't balance. I tried to get up, and then. It, needed to pee so when I got up but I was holding on to the wall and I'm, I could just remember that feeling of you know complete vertigo yeah and so it took me a little time to get get to the bathroom and I did my job and then I came back and t- that took a few minutes um, to get back and then I I told Chris and I said you know something's going on I I'm, I've lost my sense of balance um, I have vertigo and I can't hear anything out of my left ear so she always responds really well in a crisis. So I, <laughs> we, you know, we got dressed and we went to the ER. And of course, because of my past in history with cardiovascular issues, they do a battery of tests again. Right. Um, like they did the couple of years before when I had encephalopathy and, and the same kind of thing, you know, let's rule out all this stuff. And they did and, um, and came down, you know, with some form of, there could be a couple different things. Um, which uh, atrial uh, venous malformation, AVA, um, which is, you know, means an artery is form, forms some uh, interesting shapes yeah. and mm-hmm. is sitting on top of some cranial nerve and mm-hmm. it's causing this to happen. That was ruled out after about a month and a half um, and a battery of tests and... <laughs> um, yeah, angiograms, which are always fun, um, and uh, and then you know that this was sort of the new normal, you know. And, and you guys asked before, you know, what what possibly caused this, and um, we don't actually know. But I, you know, I had uh, there are some studies now that it has could be linked because there are a lot of people, and the numbers that are increasing are pretty drastic with sudden hearing loss. That it may be associated with. Um, these vaccines that were made available to us. And I had just had my vaccine right prior to that episode. Um, which was interesting because this was the end of August, uh, kind of led into the end of August, and my daughter was getting married in a couple of weeks in Jackson Hole, and I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to walk her down the aisle, and mm-hmm. which she'd asked me to do. And also um, uh, her, her dad and I, and so, uh, you know, uh, I talked with him and talked with her, and we agreed that, you know, we'd give it a shot, and I would just, who was holding who up was kind of the, the <laughs> part of the joke for a while, but it all went really well, and, and uh, it was just a beautiful time and really a, an incredible experience. It had been postponed from the year before because of things that were going on yeah. in the world. Um, i going to avoid saying that word if I can. I'm just going to try and see how it works. Um, and. And it was really a, a beautiful, beautiful experience. And our, our family, I don't think, had been together, all of us, in a really long time. So all the kids were together. Um, and that kind of 
you know, it seemed like I just kind of adjusting to a new normal, going through a number of other tests until it finally realized that whatever it was, um, it wasn't going to be resolved. It wasn't just going to go away, you know. And initially, that's kind of what a lot of people thought. Oh, you know, this happens all the time. People lose their hearing for a while. They get tinnitus. And, and then maybe it comes back. But um, it hasn't. And I, as I mentioned prior to the bozo moment, that um, I'm being fitting with a hearing aid that will take and transfer what I would normally hear in my left ear and transfer it to my right ear and hopefully help with some balance issues, um, which are fine. I mean, I can run and do things. I just have to make sure that I have room to slow down. <laughs> and those Please do. What? Please do. Please do. Yeah. Um, but most of my activities are, are back. I... I um, I haven't, things like skiing I can't do, I just don't have that depth, the depth issues associated with it because of how much is related to sound, and I didn't realize how important probably in some ways sound was. I'm also a musician, so um, I've struggled playing with the band that I played with for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. the blues band, so that, that's that been an interesting thing, and I've just kind of had to step away from that for a little bit too, because I'd my hand-eye coordination was so much linked to what I was playing, and I don't hear it well enough to, so I feel wow. it feels awkward. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that completely makes of, sense. Yeah, I didn't think about it either. Yeah. And I go, just so the whole you, proprioception. You, yeah. I was going, yeah. I was like, you suck more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually quite bad. <laughs> you, you, you just don't have the, you know, you know, and, and blues is pretty simple stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean. For some, I mean, anyway, I, I love, that's my favorite music, blues and jazz, and so um, I d- it just felt awkward. You know? yeah. I took a, I'm taking a break right now. Yeah. Maybe go back. That led into the whole talk about distractions, which um, we went into. Um, I decided to make some life changes and lifestyle changes, and I've been I was excited about this book coming out by Johan Hari called Stolen Focus, which is how our lifestyles that we've created have create have caused this immense problem with being distracted and that's through our phones our the media devices news everything and the book in the book talks about johan taking this 90-day sabbatical away from all media from all email from all phone calls except for emergencies um and all, all television and news. He did get his news by the paper on Sunday, so I decided to jump in with both feet and do the same thing and just feel like I'm gonna, I'm going to unplug. And it's gone really well, and um, I just was, as I mentioned earlier, that you know I, I just got through 90 days of um, not watching the news. I still haven't watched the news. I, that's that's probably not completely true because I I do watch Bill Maher, and um, he is comedy, and you know, and uh, I think I, I don't know necessarily. Yeah, he is news too, but that's that's about it. So I, I haven't watched Bill Maher in a while. That just I need to get back on. Oh, I don't know. Don't, don't, yeah, <laughs> I love Bill Maher. Yeah, uh, he, he he he. There are no sacred lambs um, for nope. him. Nope. This also led into some other lifestyle changes, which I went back to reading every day. So I wake up in the morning and read. That led me into meditating in the morning, doing breath work. Led me into reading more books about breath work and meditation. 
um, and starting some new practices. So, uh, which the breathing took me to Wim Hof and Wim Hof took me to cold immersion. So as I've started 15 seconds at a time, Mm. taking a cold shower at the end of my warm shower until I got up to three minutes and then I did two minutes warm shower and then I did two minutes cold shower and I've been doing that for 60 days. And that's changed aspects between the breathing and the the cold immersion have have changed my life in ways that I feel more present. Um, I I did mention that earlier I think that the, uh, the only thing about the cold showers that are hard is that it, my head starts sounding like cymbals just mm. going off. When, but other than that, yeah, it, that's not the sound. But it's, it's a pretty wide bandwidth of ringing. So. And, how, and, how off, and how long after, you, when you get out of the shower, does it last? Well, it never, ever goes away. It's there right, all the time. But, but the volume down. goes up. Yeah. It's like turning the volume from maybe a four to five to a nine. Yeah. And then it slowly goes back down okay, to that four gotcha. or five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it would be like not to have that. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. so not hearing things in my... I've been wearing, I've been wearing my earbuds. I wore them for... Um, and I sometimes go to sleep with them, you know, the sounds of sleep sounds and... Um, headspace I use, uh, and and uh, I was listening to music outside working in the yard a couple about two weeks ago. Um, I had it in. I go. I wonder if I can turn that to mono so I can get both tracks. And I went in my phone and figured out how to do it. And and I was listened. All of a sudden, when it clicked on to mono and I heard both tracks together, I literally started crying. Well, I can't believe I've been listening to just one track Aww. all this time. And I was going and so yeah. I, it was a vulnerable moment. Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful moment. And then yeah. I, I called Kristen. She goes, "Let's go get that hearing device." You know, let's, if yeah. that if you had that powerful of an experience, yeah. just listening to, you know, the Almond Brothers. You know, right? Of course. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, um, it's your your story again. It just it reminds me of how, even though you know, um, just how we can be. Even though in times that uh, are trials or, or suffering uh, that we're experiencing, just because life inherently throws suffering at us, and um, but we can, I, I can always be grateful for some basic things: health. I have all my five senses. You know, I mean, just because just those two things. I mean, alone, um, how much additional suffering comes when when some of those things go out mm-hmm. or fail? You know, and. Um, yeah, just another thing to, to, even though if everything else is shit, maybe you, at least you have your, you know, your sight. You know what I mean? Oh, and totally. That sort of thing. Totally. You, know, you were right on. You can, you can, yeah. can get out of that, so. Well, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, right? You, you know what I do for a living. I'm a therapist. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I listen to people all day long. Yeah. And so, I mean, that the first, the beginning of that was, was difficult. I mean, but I, my brain has adjusted to, speech really differently and I hear more effectively even with all this ringing I still can hear really well out of my right ear and this was not my strong ear my left ear was my strong ear and so that that my brains had adjusted yeah and everything was all like on one side of my head and then as neurologically it began to adjust the sound feels like it fills up most of my head now even though it's only coming in from one ear so neurologically it's been 
fascinating. Connecting. That's exactly the word I was going to use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I really believe that. And I, I, this last book I read, um, I know I didn't go through all of them, but the last one was by um, Frank Bruni, uh, the uh, columnist for the New York Times for the last decade or two. Um, and it was, he just, he went blind in, I think, his left eye. Um, and he didn't know what it was. And it just sort of happened and, you know, what's going on. And he had a stroke and it caused, um, uh, it, it caused the, you know, it just to turn into just like, completely on everything completely unfocused and it happened pretty much immediately but it was it was with oh, not like he woke up with it but he woke up and it started mm. and then within a, a few days or a few weeks it was completely gone except for just sort of a, a fog everything was just fog. and he writes for a mm. little you know oh, wow. and uh but he had this story and i think I, I was talking about this um before we we did the podcast um of these the people that he's met on this and this journey is he's learning that and one of the story was about this woman who um had uh, was this woman he knew from college and and um they had become really good friends and this is the most happiest person he had ever he'd ever known she had the most best attitude on life she rose to any challenge she greet every day with a smile and greet everyone she met with a smile i mean you know the people that we, you know, in some ways, so they're, they're just too damn happy. What's wrong with them, really? <laughs> you know? And, right, right. Yeah, you're right, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is, life can't be that good. Um, but he hadn't talked to her in, you know, a while. They would maybe touch base or a card or phones or, you know, a phone call or something once or twice a year. But it had been a while. And um, he reached out or she reached out to him and, um, and it, and I think it may have been based on an article that he had, he had written um, when the eyesight thing started to happen for him. He wrote some columns about it before he, he wrote, put the book together. And um, she shared with him that she had developed Parkinson's disease. And so her she eventually had to stop running. It took a few years before it got to the point where she had to stop. But this was an example of goes, you know, but she still, I mean, she didn't have the same spark in her that she had before but it some of this was still there her attitude was i'm going to find a way and she did she found a way to still live the life she wanted to live maybe she couldn't run but she did other things mm -hmm. so I, I guess you know this this idea about having a positive attitude about this i mean I, a lot of people go, it's just a bunch of bullshit it's not, <laughs> Definitely not. I, it's not yeah, no. yeah. Attitude is, uh, well, we've talked yeah. about this over the years, right? Yeah. How important attitude is. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, yeah, it, it reminds me of some, something that we've talked about before, too, is that we, uh, we're, we're always going to have pain and, and suffering, but the way that we respond to that will determine whether or not we're going to have extra pain and suffering or whether or not we can minimize that, yeah. you know, and by, I think that having that positive attitude in adversary, um, did I say that right? Adversary, adverse, ad uh, yeah, adversary. adversary yeah. yeah, exactly. Having that positive attitude will, I think it can help minimize, uh, that, uh, that, that pain or suffering that you're going through in the moment, you know? So, oh, yes. so I don't think it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no I completely agree. Well, yeah. just your attitude about you know wanting to find this is an opportunity for me to find something. Yeah, you, and you were reflecting on you know Sarah. You know yeah. Sarah did the one eighty. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. At, at, yeah. At, you know, a few years back, and yeah. it, it 
has changed your changed life. And I think life, yeah. that's what I heard yeah. you say. You know, I know this year this has been intense with my dad. I mean, you were his you were his go to, or you, yeah. you, you know, vice versa for this that whole year. Um, and then this your your job in the business, you decide to get I guess bought out or, or yeah, whatever, exactly. and, and go your, your way. And what do you do now? You know, right? Yeah. And, so you can look at it, yeah, two ways. Like, yeah, where's right. the attitude going to go? Like, yeah. clean slate. What what can I do that yeah. is it going to? Doesn't mean you don't have the yeah. bozo moments. No, right? no, for, of course, for sure. of course no, not. Still yeah. bozo because even then, even when it was happening, at my initial response to almost. Um, very reactionary was almost victim stance like i can't mm-hmm. believe this is happening this is ridiculous why is this happening? look at all this hard work i put into this you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, company yeah. and this is what's happening you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so yeah being able to get hey this is what it is and hey this is this allows you to have an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. and find something different you know what i mean so yeah it's it's all about attitude i think um in a lot of ways so. Because what is that thing that uh, life doesn't, what is it? Is it something it doesn't like, happen to you, yes. it happens for you. It happens for you, yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, yeah that, that, that comes to mind too, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been really inspired by that attitude shift lately. I definitely don't want to, you know, get into it too much into something personal, but uh, I had a coworker who went through a really traumatic accident um, mm, and yeah. seeing her optimism and positivity even through what's going to change her life for quite some time maybe forever um with this trauma probably uh she's still i mean she she literally called me the next day the day after her accident from the hospital to let me know she wasn't going to be into work (laughs) obviously as a joke but i mean just just things like that that Mm -hmm. uh She's supposed to be getting, you know, has a big life event coming up that she said she's not going to miss. It's like giving her motivation, she says, <laughs> you know, just things like that, that yeah. just kind of re-inspired that me to, to how much attitude matters. So that's been like really clicked again the last couple of weeks. So I'm glad you guys brought that up. It's, it's definitely been at the forefront of my mind and seeing how much people can heal. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing her healing even physically will be hopefully you know faster i mean that's it's crazy what what we can even accomplish physically i think with certain attitude you know positivity versus that victim stance you know mm-hmm. um, Transition point. no well well i thought okay so um i would love to ask you guys i mean because it's been a while yeah and you know what you're listening to, what 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 what's what music is inspiring you right now? Because um, I mean, I you know I told you my little story about you know going out and working outside, you know, and putting the putting my phone onto mono, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. hearing both tracks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I the mean, full you, glory of the Almond Brothers, but full, but <laughs> yeah. So but it's like music has been so powerful this past year. Um, in so many different ways, and I wonder, you know, what it's been like for you guys. I mean, because it's it's been a challenging. It's, this has been a challenging time. Mm-hmm. And what's what's kind of been inspiring, and what I know we talked about this. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before it, 
but I remember because yeah. um, we I, talked about T-Swift. we talked about T Swift, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. went and listened. No, yeah, it was this we did talk about it both of them, yeah, because the first one we did, yeah, and the other mm-hmm. second, yeah, and you just told me about that the song. I can't remember. Um, the song. Happy? No, but anyway, actually, I think, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. that was definitely that was a good one. That was a good one. So. Um, what, anything that's been uh, in heavy rotation? I've been heavily relying on just my Spotify and how well it knows me <laughs> lately. <laughs> so I have a couple playlists that I had made. I mean, very kind of all over the place. I'd say genre being more like indie rock for the most part, but maybe with some variety in there. Uh, So I'd made some of songs I knew, and then I've just kind of been, I've been lazy with discovering, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. like really like trying to find new music. And so I think I've been on Spotify long enough now and made enough of my own playlists that I wait till, you know, the playlist is over, see at the bottom, and Mm -hmm. the suggestions have been amazing lately. So I've just been adding those into there, just end up being a continuation on some of my current playlists. Um, And I, I... offhand don't have anything exactly specific but it's the kind where now I can just listen to those all the way through and they're just very me some of them are more upbeat I'm definitely typically more of a mellow music person because you, you got know. your daily chill chill mix yes for sure um and yeah so I mean I would love some new music suggestions because I've just kind of been been relying on my Spotify and hasn't let me down too bad so Yes, uh, same. I mean, I don't, I don't have any uh, new discoveries really. Been, been listening to a lot of this, the same stuff. Spotify makes it easy to do that. But when we were getting uh, stuff together for my dad's celebration of life, uh, which we did last month, you know, part of it was we did, uh, we had like a, a collection of photos that we set to music. Mm-hmm. You know, the video yeah. montage that you guys experienced in, in, at funerals or celebrations of life in the past. And so in going through and trying to pick out music for that, uh, you know, music that he liked, you know, uh, rekindled, uh, been listening to a lot of Neil Diamond, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and, uh, you know, some, some country stuff too, some Willie Nelson. He, he liked Willie Nelson. So just listening to that a little bit, it's, it's, it's like it's kind of been a little bit nostalgia just yes. because, you know, that's stuff he listened to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been listening to some old school stuff um, like that. Some Jimmy Buffett, too. A lot of Jimmy Buffett. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Because he was a big Jimmy Buffett yeah. fan. And so, yeah, but that's just it. I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers came out the new album. been listening to some of that. It's How's pretty that good. Been? Yeah? Okay. I don't I'm think it's as good as By The Way, but... Yeah see if it, if it grows on me mm-hmm. you know but yeah I've been exposed. but it's, I feel like I there's been like an onslaught every time I turn on my Spotify it's like this artist has a new single out this artist new single, new yeah. single, new single. Mm. so I think uh, I think we're gonna be getting a because of the pandemic and everything I think we're now we're gonna see a, a real surge of, of new stuff getting released by, by yeah I'm artists. hoping so, so. That's exciting. yeah you know that does remind me that when you're talking about some older music yeah just it's in the last two weeks for some reason Almost like at least a handful of times a day, I've been listening to uh, Billy Joel's Vienna, 
and Billy Joel. Like Deanna, like Oh my gosh, you're that. the third person that has mentioned what? that song in the last two weeks to me. I wonder if it's been popping up on something. Maybe. I have no idea. On a TV show. That's why I'm like, it maybe like subliminally like hit me somewhere. I'm not sure why, but I, I mean, I've always liked Billy Joel, but for some reason, yeah, it must have popped up maybe on a commercial. I'm not, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, well, I can't connect it. My but, son doesn't watch TV and he brought it up. He, really? But yeah. a friend and of I, his. I don't really, I mean, I don't have cable or anything, so I guess I don't really see, I, I see a couple ads on Hulu, but, um, cause I'm not ad free, but I mean, other than that, but yeah, for some reason, and because I've talked about how like busy life has been and stuff, like it just like hit me and so it's, it's been a song. It's been on my like, oh, we cool. like my daily uh, rotation the last couple weeks. Hmm. Your son mentioned it too. He mentioned it too. He, he some somebody he was talking to and, and and said, "Hey, can you learn to play this?" And so he, I get, he learned to play it. And he walk up. He walks up the stairs the other morning with his guitar playing that and singing it. What? And I was just like, "You got this." Is that was the second time. This is the third. That's Whoa. interesting. So, There's something about that. There's something right about now. it. Okay, I, you guys know Tyler Childers? Tyler who? It's kind of a country bluegrass artist. No, I, I don't know. Okay. Tyler Childers. Childress? So, Childress? Or how do you spell his last name? It's Childers. Oh, Childers. Okay. I, I probably say Childers, but it's, I think it's Childers. Okay. Um, Childers. So he has a song which I'm going to recommend you listen to called Follow You to Vergie. Um, and it's a powerful, powerful song about um, a relative of his passing. Okay, great. And I, I just, I, I've been, I moved, been moved by it. But my family, I mean, my, 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 some of my kids listen to his stuff. And so I got, I just kind of heard it in a couple, especially on a couple of uh, fishing trips. It was in heavy rotation. Um, and then, uh, are you guys familiar with Silk Sonic? Yeah. Bruno Mars and um, Anderson Pack. Oh yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. You're a big I think fan. it got out. It got Song of the Year um, just this past week. Uh, but there is it, it's so so funky, so smooth. Okay. It's just. I wonder if I, I mean I may have heard those. You probably heard some of That's the songs. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Um, Making notes. Yeah, and, and then distraction the, devices right now. And then the last, the last one is uh, um, is a band called um, it's it's how it's Hovdy. Come again. Hovdy. How do you spell it? H o v v d y. Okay. It's, uh, it's a little Which band out of Texas, they? and uh, it is. <laughs> They are really an interesting group. It's they're not a. It's this is a this is a niche, probably following. It's alternative, mm-hmm. um, folk rock or pop or something like that. But anyway, that's that's Thanks. those are my. Thanks for sharing. We needed. That's just what was needed. the name of the Tyler Childress song? Uh, a follow. Oh gosh, what was that? Follow. Oh yeah, follow you to Vergie. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Let's see, can, let's see if you. Let's see if you. I, I, I. Do you see it? 
see how uh, how long it takes you to have the emotional releases. Okay. And that's, okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. One of my Thank favorite you. things awesome. is having emotional releases through music. Yeah. Music is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Well, and it's this has been an interesting yeah. few seasons yeah. you know, for the world and, and uh, I mean, for all of us, too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good to get caught up. We'll be coming back. June. 5th. June. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on um, gonna take some more awareness about what I'm doing to distract myself and try to see see where those areas. Yeah, I want to do some of the things we talked about today and try and kind of do a a recap of some of those like goals or challenges I'm trying to set for myself. Well, I, I did yeah. mention I got rid of all, you know I, I mean if I'm being honest, right? I did I I kept a couple so I kept the New York Times and. Um, the BBC, but I got rid of all the other apps on my phone, which were 12. Now that I look mm-hmm. at it, I go, yeah, I, I think oh. I said seven. Yeah, No, 12. I just counted how many spaces wow. are there, and I'm going ahead 12. Wow. That so, um, getting rid of all, all that, and then, but not checking it, you know? Right. Not yeah. not opening yeah. it, um, and so that I only was reading the, the Sunday paper, mm-hmm. and that was where I was getting my, my news from. Yeah. I've slacked a little bit the last couple of weeks, but Mm-hmm. Starting today, I'm going to go back onto my no news at all. Nice. Except Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Gotta do Bill. Yeah. I, um, I like uh, John, John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah. I, know. I used to watch both <laughs> of those. Oliver, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched either for a while. But and those, yeah, that, those are, yeah. I mean, these are kind of different shows. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They're not the talking head kind of thing. As exactly. Much, right? y- yes. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, yeah, they're both comedy shows that just include some life and world events all right yeah. thanks guys like it. Thanks. good to be back good seeing you guys been, it's been a long great. time yeah um we'll see you guys in about six to seven weeks perfect we'll awesome. go out as we usually do